Hello, this is Roger Schaus, and this is Jumpstart Rewind. This is part of our Heaven Bound podcast family. This month, we're looking at jumpstarts written from the book of Ezra and Nehemiah. This one comes from Ezra chapter 1, verse 2. Thus says Cyrus, the king of Persia, the Lord, the God of heaven, has given me all the kingdoms of the earth and has appointed me to build him a house in Jerusalem, which is in Judea. Our verse today comes from a proclamation made by the Persian king. This took place in his first year. The Lord stirred his heart and set about these divine plans. Students of the Bible will remember that 20 years later, Nehemiah would be leading a building force to restore the walls around Jerusalem. Layered in this one verse are multiple lessons for us to see. First, a pagan king recognized that God had given him all the kingdoms of the earth. It wasn't the king's superior leadership. It wasn't the strong arm of his armies. It was the hand of God. He knew that, and he acknowledged that. There is a thread of humility running through this king that is refreshing and noteworthy. Far too many, even in this day, would take the praise of all that is good and point fingers and blame others for all that is wrong. Everything good is because of me, and everything bad is because of you. That's the sound bites we hear out of Washington, not this king. He understood that God had given him these blessings. Second, he understood that God had a divine mission for him. He was to build a house for the Lord in Jerusalem. We rightly call that the temple. Cyrus had temples. They filled them with idols and promoted the faith of paganism and polytheism. How easily he could have said, we already have enough temples, or I'll build it, but I want it to be close to my house. It will be in Susa, the capital of Persia. But he did not do that. He did not put his reasoning into what God had told him. He followed what the Lord said. What a remarkable concept and how foreign to think that a foreigner understood this and many of the people of God did not. This very reason Judah had been in Babylon, now Persia, was because of idolatry ignoring what God had said. This king understood all that. Thirdly, here God was using a foreigner to accomplish his will. Time and time again, God has done that. It was Babylon that the Lord used as an instrument of punishment. Now God was using Persia as an instrument of hope, future, and restoration. I wonder if some of Judah could have had no part in this because God was using a foreigner. I wonder if they thought that this wasn't right. Can God still do similar things today? Can God use a non-Christian to accomplish his will? Can God use wicked people to bring about something for his people? And just how would we feel about such things? All of this reminds us that we much too often segment people into different classes and categories. Aren't all people made in the image of God? That includes these pagans. Isn't the gospel message for all people? It's easy for us to keep God in our church building and believe that he belongs only to us and to no one else, and no one else can have access to him unless we say so. We can become the guardians of God. We decide how and when God will be used. We limit our prayers to us. We think blessings flow only to us. We can feel mighty righteous, and that easily slides into self-righteousness. I wonder if in their thankfulness and praise, if Judah thanked the Lord for King Cyrus. Through Cyrus, they were able to return to the beloved Jerusalem. Through Cyrus, they were able again to worship in a temple. A whole generation had not seen that. For many, this would be the first time. But Cyrus was the king of Persia. Thank the Lord for a foreign king. Thank the Lord for this pagan. Thank the Lord for one who did not believe as they did. And how about us? Could we thank the Lord for a doctor who may not be a believer but helped your family? 
Can we thank the Lord for a politician who passed laws that enabled the people of God to continue on freely? Can we thank the Lord for a school teacher who has helped our child? And maybe, just maybe, the people of God were helped by someone who wasn't a believer. Rather than thinking that it's the people of God who do all the helping, God can use anyone at any time and in any place. What is also remarkable is that God was doing things and Judah was not aware of it. The people of Judah did not know that God had moved Cyrus's heart. The people of Judah did not know that God was doing things on their behalf. And right now, what is God doing for you, for his people? There may be things that you and I are completely unaware of that are happening. God is busy. He's always busy. People we may never think about, people we may never know, may be busy doing the will of God, and we are not aware of that. Unlike Cyrus, who seemed to understand what God was doing through him, Nebuchadnezzar never seemed to understand that. He didn't understand and know God as God was using to accomplish his will. Nor did the Jews in the first century understand that through their hatred and persecution, God was spreading the borders of the church. God has not forgotten his promises nor his people. He never does. God is greater than any king, any kingdom, and is not limited but limited by oceans, times, or places. Our God is an amazing God. Good things happen through Cyrus. They can happen because God was there. Thank you so much for listening.